more bikes. Morebikes.co.uk Hello, I'm here at the Eichmann Show with Martin Lambert, PR manager for Kawasaki Europe. And we have just seen the launch of some exciting new new machines, uh, concepts and real ones. Uh, Martin, would you tell us briefly about the new bikes that we've just seen? Well, across a range, really. Um, one of the most exciting things, of course, is our second scooter. We already launched the J300 two years ago, and based on that model, we launched the J125 Eichmann. Uh, for us, that's really important because the 125cc segment is actually the most hard-fought and popular segment in the scooter market, and it also appeals to the A1 license holder. So for us, as Kawasaki, you've not just covered the bases with the rest of the range with motorcycles for people that are already into powered two-wheelers, but of course we're attracting people to motorcycles and scooters for the first time. So that's, that's a really important model. Yeah. Excellent, excellent. And you also showed us the uh, Soul Charger, the, the smaller capacity supercharged concept, which uh, it looks like it's from the same stock as the... Uh, spirit charger smaller one again with um, uh, supercharger what's the what's the plan for superchargers are we going to see more of them in the future or are these still purely concept bikes I think from a Kawasaki point of view uh, the one thing that uh, we would like to reinforce really is the uh, breadth and depth of skill and technology within the company which we believe to be unique so really when you start thinking about uh, motorcycles we're also a company that makes gas turbines a company that makes aircraft a company that makes all sorts of other products which when you refine them or hone them down can actually work towards the sort of technology that we're talking about now so the main thing about uh, Ninja H2 and Ninja H2R, of course, was this fully integrated supercharger that was designed and constructed by Kawasaki. Because we can do that and because we've got that technology, it can lead to many other uses. So at the show here, we've shown two things, one physical and one, like you say, in concept form. Uh, the physical thing, you can see this uh, variable supercharger which has flaps or adjustments so that you can adjust the amount of air that's going into the supercharger because uh, at the launch of the Ninja H2 and H2R, a lot of people said, so is this supercharger technology only for all-out right, all performance? Well, in the case of those bikes, of course it is, but superchargers can work in other ways. Equally, a lot of people said, um, so is it just for litre-class machines? So one of the things about this uh, Soul Charger was to say, no, the technology is scalable. Now, we weren't prepared to say today what sort of size engine that might be, but it just gave us an indication that along with the demand from the media and the public, KHI are also thinking about the scalability of superchargers. So supercharging doesn't necessarily have to be for superbikes? No, supercharging can work in all sorts of different ways. I mean, it's really... Uh, you're talking about packaging as well as anything else. So you're getting more performance out of a smaller size physically and in terms of cubic capacity of engine. So that's a key thing for us is that not just litre class super sport bikes but maybe smaller bikes that need 
more performance in a smaller package. Supercharging in lots of ways can answer that compared to, let's say, turbocharging, which has some inherent problems with it that superchargers just don't have. Excellent. And the, the Spirit Charger looked to be quite a complete bike um, in Tokyo. Um, do you have any news that you can share about when that might become a reality or is that asking too much? No, I don't think it's asking too much. It's only natural to show uh, a keen interest. Um, one of the things that we were looking at in the lead up to this ICMA show and using the evidence from Tokyo was um, how possible are these bikes? And when you look at the bikes, you can see that there's a lots of parts on them that are very interesting and very innovative, but there's nothing that's science fiction. You know, it's not like we're not talking about hover bikes or anything like that. So the technology that you can see is credible and achievable. And I think that's one of the things that we liked to reinforce with KHI when they were working on these concepts is that if we were going to show them in a public way, that they shouldn't just be fantasy bikes, that they should be achievable within a set time frame. So um, to answer your question, I don't think it's going to be tomorrow or the day after, but these bikes are eminently achievable with the technology and the engineering expertise that Kawasaki has. I've noticed some manufacturers like um, Bimoto, for instance, have a supercharger uh, race pack that you can bolt onto a machine. It's not quite um, out there yet, but um, in a year's time we could be here talking about a supercharged street bike. Yes, in terms of uh, the supercharging technology, I think the main thing to reinforce with that again is that the difference between Kawasaki and everybody else, most people are buying in a vendor supercharger and trying to adapt it to their technology. We make our own superchargers and they are integrated not into the just the physical side of the engine but into the whole engine itself so the whole design is governed by Kawasaki. So really that's the point of difference. The unique part about Kawasaki is that we've got that technology in-house and it's embedded in what we do. So looking towards the future, I think you're absolutely right. There's lots of supercharger opportunities for Kawasaki. Excellent. Thank you very much, Martin. That's very interesting. Thanks again.